0: what's up everyone josh here on today's episode we're gonna do 1917 directed by sam mendez starring dean charles chapman and george mckay for the first part of this episode it's going to be spoiler free for the second part of this episode it's going to be spoiler filled if you haven't watched this movie stop at the spoiler free part go watch it listen to the spoiler filled part if you want to listen to the episode for whatever reason go ahead But I highly, highly recommend watching this film before you listen to anything. All right, let's get into it. Watch with sound. All right, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch with Sound. My name is Josh Dicho and with me is...
1: Carmela Ocampo.
0: And on today's episode, we're going to do the movie 1917, directed by Sam Mendes, starring Dean Charles Chapman, George McKay, and starring someone special to Carmela, or cinematography for...
1: Roger Deakins, notable for Blade Runner 2049.
0: So, for the spoiler-free part of this episode, I want to start off with the question, was this movie Golden Globe-worthy? It won two golden globes i forgot for what for they're pretty important though i mean, best picture or something like that but do you okay. think it's worthy of winning those awards
1: um i'm gonna just say yeah just because this movie was in my top to win best picture um and also the golden globes don't matter that much um so i'm like totally fine with it winning um and also yeah like a war movie wins um like what like there's a war movie that comes out almost every year and it's like likely for it to win.
0: Um, okay, so I looked it up. The, the, one, the Golden Globes it won was Best Drama Motion Picture and Director of a Motion Picture.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Do you think that
0: it deserved the Golden Globe? Um, I think it did. I think it did. I think uh we were talking about this earlier, but the Golden Globes aren't as important. <laughs> Sorry, Golden Globes, but <laughs> they're not the Oscars or anything. Um, yeah, they're like a pre-game to, <laughs> to the Oscars, right? <laughs> a little, yeah, a little pre <laughs> for the Oscars. <laughs> um, but if it won like Best Picture in the Oscars, I'd be kind of, you
1: know, like, oh, there's got other good movies. Um,
0: <laughs> but overall, how do you feel about just like war movies in that genre do you ever like are you interested in them do you watch a lot of them do you have a certain feeling towards them
1: i don't watch a lot of them um i think this is probably one of the ones that i was interested in the most Mm -hmm. um as of late um yeah i just also see a lot that are made each year and don't get me wrong like i think it's interesting like the subject matter and there's so many stories to be told um but it seems to me that it's almost like it's just a very similar story told over and over again but i just think with 1917 at least it was it offered like a very different perspective um and that has a lot to do with like the technical feat that it achieved
0: yeah i think uh, right when we got out of the movie you kind of told me how like you noticed or your friend noticed someone noticed that like every year there seems to be like War movies just for the award season. Yeah. And sort of like scoop up all the awards and like sort of get what they need to get. Um, as regards to the war movies, like I don't have a certain like mood towards them. Like I'd watch them if it's something like this or if it's interesting or if my family wants to watch it, but it's never something that I go out and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason why I wanted to watch this one was just because like it won Golden Globes. A lot of buzz. Yeah. yeah, a lot of buzz around it. Um, but for the most part, war movies aren't something that like I try and watch but this one is really intriguing and I think it's it's unique to its genre and unique to the whole um, area of war films and this ends the spoiler free segment of this episode so the next part next time you're going to be hearing us we're going to be spoiler free no holds barred just our pure unfiltered opinion so if you haven't watched 1917 yet go watch it now and then go back and listen to our episode but if you want to watch it for whatever reason, go ahead, you lunatic, but you should really watch it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you've gotten this far into the episode, you've officially reached spoiler-filled territory. So Carmela, for your spoiler-filled, unfiltered, no-holds-barred opinion of the movie, what'd you think of 1917?
1: I thought 1917 was amazing. Um this movie was Clearly had a vision from the start, um, and that was to basically make it look like um, that it was shot in one shot. And I think it succeeded; it exceeded my expectations, honestly. And it was done very well. And not only was it done very well, I think it lent to the actual story. Um, and I really think that he wanted to Sam Mendes wanted to depict um the first hand experience of a World War One soldier, um, on the American like front lines. And I think the story that he chose to tell was like really well chosen, like the secret mission. Yeah. Um and yeah, what did you think?
0: I thought it was an incredible film as well. Um, I like. I'm glad you told me that it was like supposed to be one shot before because I don't know if I'd You'd, actually like. I feel like you. would have noticed I, I it notice, it later. Have, on. Like later, yeah, later on. But I'm glad I like you told me so. I kind of realized it um, as I was watching it. But yeah, that's the first thing that I want to take note of is like the one shot, you know, direction he took with this. It really like even if this was like a terrible movie, a terrible story, I think the one shot direction he went with would really stand out with the. War genre because I think we were talking. Yeah. You said earlier about how like it's sort of churned out every year for award ceremonies and everything like that. Like I couldn't name five war movies on top of my head, <laughs> but I could name like 1917 because of just like its sheer direction and ambition as regards to mm-hmm. like having this like f- faux one shot take movie. Um, and even with the one shot take, like it may seem sort of like this gimmick, but like when you go into the movie, it. Dives in with the story really, really well. Yeah, um, and um like we mentioned earlier about how many war movies there are, like there's so much you could talk about within the micro sense of four and like World War One, World War Two, and then the macro sense of it being just this giant war and like kind of going like that. So the re- I think the reason why like you could kind of get like an endless amount of movies. Of war movies is because like mac micro sense like there's so many things you could say yeah so many things you could tell like regardless if it's fake real dramatized whatever um but yeah i just want to mention the one shot take of this film because it did give off a different feel of the film like when i started watching this and i started seeing it from a one-shot perspective it almost felt like like a horror movie yeah and like that's something that like really shocked me and like like made me realize that it's a different perspective of a film like that you sort of like see what he sees in real time kind of like exactly like it kind of guides you through the movie and then you see what he sees and you kind of realize like you kind of get shocked as well um it kind of reminds me of like the like those old resident evil games where it's yeah. kind of like a fixed perspective and you kind of see yes. at a certain. Uh, your, viewpoint.
1: Your like vision is limited to yeah. what the characters see. exactly, and yeah. you're literally on this journey with them and I'm really glad you brought up the video game comparison because yeah I like, felt that like throughout the movie where I thought I was like playing a game and you were controlling this character and your actions are like limited um, another thing I thought this movie did really well was just keep the tension like it you were like never relaxed exactly. throughout this whole movie yeah. he you were afraid for this person's life for like the whole time and in a good way yeah. not in a bad way
0: I think like the tone was pitched really perfectly like right off the bat like once they like got over that hunch it was paranoia all around like you yeah. didn't know if was gonna explode or like if it's gonna you know change scenery whatever Just I think random sniper like yeah dude, exactly like, like something that's gonna attack you randomly um Like in the beginning, I was at first like, "There's probably no one there," like nothing happened. And then, like, as they went into that tunnel and it exploded, I was like, "Okay, I can't trust (laughs) no one. Like, I can't trust anyone." (laughs) I'm so scared. Um, and that whole idea of like seeing what the character sees and limiting to that, you kind of invest yourself more with the movie because you kind of want to see what's next as regards to like what you could see and like what what he does next or what he gets into next. Um you know it's really funny when we're watching this and it had the two characters um and the guy got like his hand stabbed uh-huh you're like that guy's gonna die yeah it's so tr- funny that, they tricked like, you yeah it's tricked you Freaking like it,
1: it tri- bait you. and switch dude <laughs> Classic, funny
0: because you like totally guessed wrong and like it kind of like switches like flips the head like flips the whole movie on you yeah
1: you, like and he's the one who gets buried in the beginning with the tun in the tunnel. Yeah, and you're like, he's, dude, he's fucked. He's done.
0: Dunzo is like, dude, he's injured. If he was, if someone's gonna die, it'll be that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's crazy because, like, even reading the synopsis of this movie, it's like two soldiers going into the, the, the so I was like okay they're all you're gonna be alive forever or whatever yeah and then like you're gonna be alive st- forever <laughs> blah blah blah
1: then he gets
0: stabbed out of nowhere and then I was like, he's gonna be fine he's gonna be fine it's only a stab it's gonna be okay no and it's just like a slow
1: you're like this is real life he's, drowned out like, death. Yeah. Not, he's not gonna be fine and
0: that's that was like a major slap in the face for me And sort of, um, sort of put me in the the sense of of being in a war. Like, there's no happy ending. There's nothing happy about this. No, it's real life. If you die, you die. There's no like grand gesture of deaths or anything. Like, if you die, you die. And I think this movie represented like the true hell that is a war, Um, and just the the trials and tribulations that this person had to go through, just to get. To the general to tell him that this little message of, like, to, to retreat or not yeah. to do anything. Um, it's such, like, a long and dubious task for two people.
1: But it, like, had to be done. Yeah. You know? And you'd expect at
0: least maybe more people than two, you know?
1: And I get why it was only two people just to, yeah, like, with more people, it could have, like, lagged them, right? Yeah. I just want to point out, like, cinematography-wise... Like, I th- I don't think this movie could have been shot as brilliantly with anybody else, um, especially with this, like, one very ambitious task in mind. Yeah. Um, and I also want to give it up to just the set design and, like, all of the extras that, like, took part in, like, all of the one-shot, like, this whole fucking movie. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I'll, I saw w- I only saw one behind-the-scenes thing, but I thought a lot of it was CGI, Right, especially like, with just people running in the background.
0: Yeah, especially with certain um, shots you'd think it's TGF.
1: And like explosions and all that, but no, that shit was fucking real. <laughs> and I was like, holy hell, that's awesome. Like, of course, that made it all the more authentic. You felt like you were there with the guy like fucking running. Um, and what's it called? I don't know if you noticed this, but the very first shot of the movie is showing the two main characters. One of them is lying down, one of them is against a tree. And they end in the exact same way. Oh. So that character, spoiler alert, dies, and he's lying down. And then this like main character, second character, in the end, goes back up against the tree.
0: Oh wow! Didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're saying about like how it's shot. Um, there are like videos on Twitter going around of how it was shot and like sort of how like they attach the camera to like a truck or whatever yeah and like i think the director whoever was on it too was getting hit by yeah like, with the, the dirt yeah like, was kind of funny um but like i'm um, going back on about how like it's a real real view on war i think something that stood out to me was just like the casual aspect of death yeah you know, it just happens it's just hap- It just happens and it's just there like you like they're walking their dead bodies dead in, bodies and they're not yeah, reacting like, you're kind of like that's them that's them um he puts his hand in like a dead body just kind of goes yeah that was yeah. yeah um and sort of just like just seeing the dead bodies like here and there was it was such in a casual aspect that like it shocked me like this is so crazy that you're just seeing these bodies and not freaking out yeah and you just kind of have to go forward and keep on going um it was something that shocked me and like i loved like it's that's a disgusting thing to say. It. Like I love that aspect of it. But it really <laughs> no, played into it. the the film and how much and how terrible war is and how unnecessary all this violence needs to be. Um especially how like the guy the main one of the main characters dies he was kind of like showing sympathy for the enemy and yeah. once he did that he got stabbed and died. And like it's Fucking just like mistake. first mistake. I know. Dude. I like to be honest, like I I don't know if I'd do the same like I feel like I'd be like sympathetic. But at just, the same time I was like kill him because it's Dude either, like right there like it's shoot you him. Or him. I, this is war like it's yeah. not like. Oh, I saved you. Thanks a lot. It's you, you know what I'm saying? You you have to like think was, about like, yourself. He like fire already. Yeah. Like. and like for the best case scenario for that guy like for the the um, person that crashed that yeah there's no best case scenario for that guy it's yeah, either like, he I, fights or just dies yeah even if he was what were you gonna do like how are you gonna save him exactly even if he was saved and say like they bring him to like a general or something bang on sight there's yeah. nothing like no other reason for him to be alive yeah this doesn't like it's it's just like be killed or be killed you know what i'm saying like it's just like a crazy mindset and i can't even get into that <laughs> um like it's just crazy for for the violence that everything to see um Did you think that he's gonna make it?
1: Who, the The main character? I did. I I really did. Until until he just started bleeding out, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna kill him! This this guy's gonna die right here!" And I was like, and then as it was happening, I like realized what was happening. I was like oh they fucking tricked me like they thought they made me think that this guy was the main yeah. character because it was like about his brother um, right and I was like dude that's crazy like classic classic bait and switch um,
0: did you think the other guys gonna make it the I main did character. I
1: did you did okay. I did I really did but I was still like afraid for his life mm-hmm. but I kind of knew he was gonna make it yeah. like throughout because at that point after his friend dies I was like okay how is this movie gonna go on <laughs> if he doesn't make yeah, it yeah, yeah. you know um yeah. what did you th-
0: did were you also tricked um okay i really thought it's gonna be two characters all the time because the synopsis is like, no yeah seriously you know, i
1: i didn't read the synopsis but the setup from the get-go yeah, exactly it's
0: like these two guys it's
1: a buddy movie yeah, <laughs> These two
0: pals, a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but first like when the first person died or got stabbed I really thought like hey I just bring him to the medical tent it's just a stab <laughs> <And> <laughs> just that, that shows my knowledge of like anatomy and health <laughs> just tie it up what you mean <laughs> just get up to the medical tent he'll be fine <laughs> and then like all of a sudden he just doesn't he stops talking and I'm like, I'm like oh my god this guy is dead like, I'm like tripping out <laughs> <laughs>
1: <guy is> dead. <laughs> um, wait. okay wait I hope you know that if someone gets stabbed in the gut <laughs> Rabbit, wrap it right that's like the Rub slow one of the slowest deaths you could have but that's how you bleed out you know like wrap that shit can't be stopped wrap you know it up. what do you mean you you have to call 911
0: you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna be fine iPhone, you know <laughs> oh, he's fine beep, 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 beep.
1: <laughs> you got like i don't know how much time like 15 minutes i don't know
0: <laughs> um but the other guy i was actually like on the fence if he'd make it or not because the fact that it was painting this terrible, terrible situation that is a war, I was okay with him not making it, but okay with him actually making it. And it, I think that indulged my viewing experience even more because, like, I was on the edge of like, is he gonna make it? Is he's he? Gonna make it, is gonna do it? Yeah. yeah
1: okay.
0: And there are certain aspects like he definitely could have died. Like when he got, sh- it seemed like he got shot by the guy in the window. Yeah, that and, was
1: like, odd. He like
0: fell downstairs. I thought he got shot.
1: What I was thinking is that he shot his helmet. And it flew off, okay? And mm-hmm. that's why he... I mean, he fell down the stairs and hit his head. Okay, he was bleeding in the back. Okay, that but
0: that's sense. what I think. That makes sense now, Yeah. Because okay? think about it. He gets shot in the helmet. It doesn't die.
1: Yeah. But it does...
0: It, like, no. knocks it off, right? Yeah, so there's no safety on his head. That's yeah. okay. okay, that makes sense. I was trying to figure out, like, what? Why? Like, how did he survive that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was even worse when he wakes up. It's nighttime. I was like, bro, eat it. Get up. Dude. Get to the people.
1: Look, that nighttime scene where he's running through the ruins... Was fucking gorgeous. That was amazing. Uh,
0: the, no, the part that got to me was like he's um in front of that fire, and then the figure walks out, and he's like trying to figure out if it's a good guy or bad guy. Yeah, and you just like kind of wait, and then he starts running at him. Yeah, It was like
1: a game, right?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, do I trust you? Like A or B? Like, a really? or B? The yeah. <laughs>
1: like, run? Do I just?
0: Yeah, that's so <laughs> crazy to think too. Like, what if like that was your homie? And like you accidentally shot him or he shot you. Right. How could you possibly know that? You couldn't. It until you just start running, right? And yeah. just start shooting at you. <laughs> and then the part where he's on the river, like kind of like Dude. letting everything go, is really yeah. nice. And I really like that direction. And then it gets to the dead bodies. Um one part that really got to me and it was sort of random in a sense as well, is when he got to he got to the trees and the they were guys, singing. The guy's singing. It was yeah. so random, but at the same time, I was fine with it, just because yeah. it, like, it was setting the mood so well for, like, his journey and what he's been through, and he kind of, like... I thought it was going to end right there, that he, like, lays on the tree and dies somehow. Oh, um, okay. I yeah. thought he was going gonna- to... like, a good ending. I was like, okay, ah. that's, that's nice. I like this. Um,
1: I, um, I, I kind of knew that they took the time for that scene to be, like, a break for the audience, too, from, like, the one shot, or from were you exhausted at all because i i remember being like not exhausted but exhausted at some point (laughs) um like what with everything that was happening but also because there were no cuts and then the only one distinct cut that i remember was when he was shot in the helmet and then like blacked out clearly yeah Yeah.
0: i was uh i guess i was exhausted i think um at that time, though, I just kind of wanted more. I wasn't really like, oh, "Yeah, oh, I need a break." Yeah, but like I was kind of like, "Okay, what's happened next? What's gonna happen next? Is he dead? Is he dead? Is he alive? Is he dead?" Um, but yeah, like I can't forget about the scene where he's running through the, the army people just to get this fucking message to this guy. It Jesus was just
1: it's like such a small thing to do, and it w- like maybe wouldn't have mattered in the end either. Exactly. But they like risked, yeah, they risked their like lives and paid for it um just to do
0: one thing yeah and i was thinking like what if he doesn't make it like what did the then they die yeah did the general have a plan b for this like did you really think that these two people are gonna make it like what what is like the best case scenario for this it is just so crazy to think like you're he's going through hell for this and then like the kicker for everything was getting to the general one it being benedict cumberbatch (laughs) to the f- <laughs> the fact that he almost didn't listen to him dude yeah i got so i was like getting so pissed yeah like, bro, like read the letter dude he came all the way here for you everything. Knew, and you're not gonna like even like give him the light of day
1: cumber booboo
0: cumber badge like god damn it um
1: every general was like some celebrity cameo and i thought that was really funny That's cool. i like that <laughs> um yeah it didn't turn me off or anything i just thought it was funny and i knew the last one the main general he had to get the message to had to be someone like crazy not crazy but like crazy and he was perfect ben dick cumberbatch i was like i was like of course
0: but damn what like what if he didn't listen you know they would have
1: he they he would have killed 1600 men right there and that guy would have done all of that for
0: another how would you have felt about the movie though would it change? Your I
1: would have been like, man, that's reality. <laughs> people suck.
0: Well, that's war for
1: you. I was just
0: like, that's humanity. Yeah, because I was ready for him not to listen. Yeah, at that point, I was like, damn. We were both ready for a worst case scenario. that's yeah, the worst. I was yeah. like, damn, he's not gonna listen with a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> what a jackass, dude. Um, but yeah, gladly he did listen so like, and <laughs> saved people, I guess. Um, but also I liked Benedict Cumberbatch sort of monologue to him. He was sort of like the next week. They're going to say the same thing. And he was right. And, I mean, he is right. And but... he sort of had this like idea of like, it's us or them. Like mm-hmm. the violence is never going to stop unless we win or unless we attack. Unless we do something different. Apparently, and that was like something really great to like for ben kambesh to hit home because he's like in the front lines and he's the closest to the enemy, trying to battle it out and see what happens next.
1: And you like saw his side too for why he's like yeah not he's... listening to him. You're like okay, yeah. you
0: got a point. Like... And why he's like uptight and like sort of like if I don't do this now we're gonna do it next week or yeah. next week next week before that yeah um and then it gets to like oh my god it gets to like the reality of the casualties and it gets to like the injury tent and like it just like sh- getting shots of like all the disformed disformed bodies and like the, the limbs that are off and stuff like that It's like Jesus Christ like the reality of it is just so scary and frightening like it's just so in- really unnecessary to be honest with me right? like um It was just so gruesome. Um.
1: I think the trap, the way the traps were laid out, the Germans left for the Americans um, were also, like, something that stood out to me that was just so cruel, you know? Like, the fact that they, yeah, trip, like, the tripwire for, like, everywhere. Um, Knowing full well that they would, like, go down there and, like, just setting this whole thing as a trap. I was just like, man, people can find the most brilliant... Ways to just to hurt each other. Yeah. Can you imagine using that same energy to help each other?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, like that'd be crazy.
1: I was like, "Damn,
0: <laughs> that's so interesting to think about." um Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that I remembered that like, even with their own equipment, they destroyed it. Like they kind of exactly like, left this base. They like like pissed away a lot of money. I'm guessing like there's not there's not cheap guns. Um, and, and then, I remember in the wagon, they're kind of like, look at all these dead cows. Like they shot them. Like, why would you shoot crazy. a cow?" cow? Yeah. He's essentially like, cause they know we'll eat them or we'll take them for ourselves. And like the reality of like not letting your enemies have anything is just so crazy. And the, and the sense of war and, and stuff like that is just so interesting to me to think about. Um, but going back to like the casualty tent, um, did you think he was going to find the brother?
1: I didn't. I didn't no. I thought he was gonna find his like dead body or something I really didn't I was like man I because at that point you're so jaded you're like oh, this guy's dead <laughs> like
0: come on like you know be, be realistic here <laughs> okay.
1: um and it was what's Richard Madden he was on Game of Thrones um he was Rob Stark you did not watch it it's okay <laughs> <laughs> anyways I was I was surprised to see him I was like oh my god I know that guy and I think his reaction okay that was the one part that made me cry and i was surprised because i was like i didn't expect to cry yeah. from for this movie but i feel like it was just a mixture of the exhaustion and all of the emotions that like swelled up from that point on and then you like hit home with like you remember that um yeah his fucking brother died and he has to hear it from this random dude he didn't even know was friends with him
0: yeah and
1: just, yeah his like reaction made me it's just the realization
0: cry. of like them having actual families and lives exactly um, oh yeah in the,
1: in the very end yeah
0: he uh, takes out his family and you kind of don't know if he has no a family yeah um the, but the brother part really hit home too like because i think it's just like it's just like i don't know it's like working on a big project and it gets like shitted on right afterwards you know it's sort of like that heartbreaking feeling of like you tried so hard tried everything you did And still it wasn't good enough. And, like, I think the part with his brother was perfect because even at that time, like, of finding out his brother, he's just, like, go get some food. He must be hungry. And, like, trying to occupy his brain to, like, not realize that, like, he lost his own brother. Oh, man, it's so sad because it's. He looks a lot like him too, and the yeah. way he's like, you're gonna find the way you're gonna find him. He looks like me, and like he, he's a general, whatever.
1: Oh my God! You know what? I was just realized. Um, the brother that died was also in Game of Thrones. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he was like from another family in the show, but they like they weren't related. Oh my God, that's so funny! I just
0: realized that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, um, but it's interesting because like i think about um him making it to benedict cumberbatch and the brother like if they switched around whatever like scenario or like solution i would be fi- i would be fine with it like say he makes it to benedict cumberbatch and he still attacks anyways i'd be fine with it because it's reality yeah you know what i'm saying no if yeah he did like you know if he didn't make it to the like, benedict cumberbatch i get reality and then it could sort of show so like this, like the sort of show like the outcome of him not making it, of like all the people dying, and then if his brother died, like again, reality, you know, like it's this. <laughs> you just accept reality. Yeah, it's just this it's kind of a cynical movie. <laughs> you just kind of like yeah. don't care what the ending is. This is going to end how it's going to end, um, but it was so crazy, and I think the emotional ride of it really hit home. Um, but in your own opinion how would a reverse role movie of this feel like with like, the germans on the german side would you think of it as like a villainous movie against the heroes or would you think it'd be like a movie that has the same sort of um success and failures of this one like like a sort of like character investment of this main character and them being the hero instead of like going throughout the war that do you is about that
1: that is very tricky <laughs> yeah because... Excuse me. Um, I'm just going to bring up Jojo Rabbit. So with Jojo Rabbit, it was like easy to be on Jojo's side of, throughout this whole thing. Not only because he was a child, but also because his mother was like not a no- Nazi sympathizer. Mm-hmm. Even though this kid was like a Nazi fanatic. <laughs> um, in the case of this movie, if they were to depict two German sh- soldiers who were, like, 1,000% behind this cause for Germany, Um, but, like, trying to save 1,600 of their men to deliver this message, like, yeah, I would, like, not really be... I wouldn't really care about being on board with, like, their cause because, like, um, yeah, you know, I don't agree with, like, what they chose to do, and, like, I feel... It, like, it would have only worked where, like, you could possibly sympathize on their side if their, like, alliance was a little, like, mm-hmm. rickety or whatever and they were, like, only doing this because for reasons X, Y, and Z, not because they truly believed in this, like, cause. Um, But, yeah, that's, like, the only way I could, ever, like, enjoy that or want to.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because, like you kind of humanize the enemy but at the same time like if you think about it from their sense it's kind of the same boat i guess you can say they kind of have a lot on the line and like i'm trying to picture in my head as like yeah two germans going through this scenario and of course like i'm not saying that they're right or in any way or you should be like sympathizing with their cause or whatever but i'm just thinking of like the aspect of them having to do something and be part of this war when they not when they don't want it to be, mm-hmm. and that's also the realistic part of uh, uh, war back then too. There's a lot of people that didn't want to be drafted and go into yeah, the war, exactly. Um, and I was, I guess, I was picturing in that sense that like these two German people that really don't believe in the cause but had to do and serve their country. Oh, this way, okay. They go through this like um, situation similar to 1917, and they kind of have to go through something that they don't want to go through. Which is essentially the same thing with 1917, because there are obviously people that have families and want to get back to their loved ones, and they're really picked for this weird mission. Um, it's sort of this like um, contrast of like doing something you don't want to do, but you have to do, regardless of your values, of your views. And I think um, the reason why I ask this question is because like I'm thinking of it like a ver- like a role reversal. It's still the same thing. Oh, apart I from see. the beliefs and apart from the, the different sides, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, even we do, if we, if we view them as the villain, if you reverse the role, it's still like one sided of the, like the viewpoint. Because say like we see them as a villain, yeah, and then you reverse it, they show this movie in Germany of like the Germans being attacking them, like you know the Americans or whatever. It's just like the same kind of scenario.
1: I feel like if there if this role reversal movie happened it would kind of change change the way i see the movie in the way that it would lend more to how i felt about the characters more so because like with 1917 even though like it achieved this like huge technical feat i do agree along with like some other critics with the fact that it was like weak in the character development portion where they didn't really care to like flesh out their like personalities or whatever. They're, they're sort of just like kind of a vessel for oh, yeah. you to view the movie, oh, yeah. which is fine with what it achieved to do. Okay. Um I have like no problem with how they turned out. But I do agree that it was like weak in that section. Um but with this like reversal like movie scenario I've the same aspect. I don't think it'd be the same in the character sense just because there's a little more like interest there mm-hmm. for me like if you're if i am already viewing these people as like someone who's questionable that i'm not automatically on board with i think them me changing my opinion about them throughout the movie would be something to like like be well achieved because yeah like that's kind of hard to do right yeah. like get me on board with some <laughs> german soldier yeah.
0: right um but i think like in the sense of being a vessel you would i could not be on, I'll be on board with it, but it'd be an easier movie to watch. Which, which if you saw these, like, if you saw the German side as vessels of this story, you know, I said that there's no character development, um, and they're just vessels to tell the story. And saying it is reversed, the roles are reversed, and the Germans are just a vessel for the story, apart from, like, the actual character development of their beliefs or their sides. It's just the vessel of what they have to do and their objective.
1: I feel like it'd have to succeed first like there'd have to be a first like success where i need to be convinced to Mm. be to root for these characters you know Uh and then i could like see the movie with them as just a vessel when i'm like because like with the american or with the movie that it actually is you're like automatically on board (laughs) you have no question about yeah you rooting for them you are already rooting for them as opposed to the germans you're like you're german like you're you're on the other side of the war dude yeah, yeah i know what you've done to like people uh-huh. so but then yeah that's where like fleshing out the characters i feel like would be so important yeah. for you to like achieve that first step
0: yeah so like they're germans but they are they don't choose to be in the side exactly yeah and so so from there, the, the vessel part is where it goes. Exactly. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. yeah.
1: Because like with the with 1917, they didn't need to tell you like we're good people <laughs> that this guy had a family and a wife in the yeah. end for you to be rooting for him already. That kind of just like I don't know why they decided to reveal that in the end. I guess it was just the last emotional punch. Like, yeah. oh yeah, he had a family this whole time. Yeah. But it was kind of like, oh yeah, he had a family this whole time. Okay, <laughs> cool. And I'm so glad he gets to go home with them, to them
0: it's So interesting to think too, like, even with the ending being like happy, it's essentially not happy because the war is not over, it's he not over. He still has to do this, he still has to go to the front lines and like do what he needs to do. And like, thinking about that is just so crazy. Um, just thinking about the reality of war and reality of violence, um, it's just so crazy to think about like how it's never gonna end until like you know two sides agree on something, or yeah, he, you know, until one side loses, yeah. yeah, but yeah. 1917, a great film, a unique take on war movies and a unique take on filming war movies. It's kind of interesting because I kind of feel like this movie hit kind of in the right spot. I know like there's disagreements and sort of like this weird area we're at with like Iraq and Iran and sort of like mm-hmm. that whole situation. Um, as we talk about this, like we kept saying, like the violence and war is so unnecessary and really just stupid to be honest like i feel like this a lot of these like casualties and things that we saw in the movie and things like that were totally unnecessary and totally out of park and out of left i feel to sort of lead to like all this death and violence um and not like saying that like, 1970 was released because of this but like i just feel like the the sort of like incoherent violence of war is just something that we should dive into even if there isn't one i'm just saying like holistically wars are just dumb <laughs> <You> know, <saying laughs> okay disagreements and everything should never be solved in this type of way and i think we could also we could always find a balance or a certain way to treat these problems without having to herder or murder millions of people <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hear you <ya. laughs> <laughs> and with that This has been our take on 1917. My name is Josh Landicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at TheSpaceWolf.
1: And I'm Carmella, and you can follow me at O.
0: And you can follow Watch It Sound on Instagram at Watch It Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Thank you all for listening, and keep on watching.